Welcome to a Healthy Soul Podcast. My name is Crystal and I'm a functional nutrition coach and an autoimmune warrior. On this podcast, I'll be covering different ways to help you create a quality life and a healthy soul. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Healthy Soul. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Um, Before we get started today, I just wanted to make a quick announcement. So lately, I've been having a lot of conversations about sugar. And more specifically, I've been having conversations about craving sugar and how ridiculous it is that we have these cravings. So many people want to get rid of these cravings. And I was one of those people. I used to crave sugar like no one's business. And it's crazy how we get to this position where we know it's bad for us. I mean, it's 2021. We all know that sugar is bad for us. If you don't know, you haven't Googled it (laughs) or seen any post on the internet about sugar whatsoever. But that being said, even though we know that sugar is bad for us, we still find ourselves craving it. And we all have our, our thing, right? Like whether it's our Starbucks drink or our creamer in our coffee or a pumpkin loaf or cookies, even if it's chips, you know, you might be the kind of person that's like, oh, well, I prefer salty things. I hate to break it to you, but it's still sugar. It still processes in your body the same way. Those carbs, those refined starches, they are all the same as far as the way that they process. So even if you're the salty preferring snacker, you still have a sugar problem. Now, that being said, it can seem so hard to quit it. You know, I remember when I got rid of all the sugar in my kitchen and I still found myself like searching through the cupboards to see if I had anything or, you know, even getting to the point where I would want to drive to the store because we didn't have cookies in the house. Those cravings are real. And as ridiculous as it sounds, it's a thing. So I'm actually hosting a three-day workshop. It's starting this Monday, which will be October 11th, and it's totally free. In this three days, I'm going to help you guys navigate how to get rid of your cravings, give you some recipes to support that, as well as some mindset shifts that should help you also get rid of those cravings and give you in a position where you can actually say no to these things. And this is so helpful when it comes to quitting sugar because it is hard. I don't care what anybody says. It's hard. So if you'd like to take advantage of this opportunity and join this workshop with me, I have a link to it in my bio on Instagram. Um, But if you're not following me on Instagram, you can also DM me or email me from my website and I'm more than happy to send you a link. I would love it for you guys to take advantage of this opportunity to get some free training on how to cut your sugar cravings because it is such a pain and the easier you can make it, the better. So you might as well. I really hope you guys take advantage of it. Like I said, just DM me or um, get the link from my Instagram.
But now for today's episode, I wanted to talk about our oldest and not so dearest dieting friend, calorie counting. We've all tried it. We've all downloaded the app and put in what we want to weigh and figured out our numbers. And unfortunately, some of us are still falling victim to this horrible diet trend. But why, you might ask, is this diet trend exactly so horrible? Well, I'll get to that in a minute. But first, I do want to give credit where credit is due. If your goal is purely just to lose weight, you're not looking for health benefits and you're not looking for any other, you know, accomplishment as far as your health goals go, calorie counting can work. If you're burning more calories than you're consuming, chances are you're going to lose some weight. And I'll even throw in there that, you know, you might hear me periodically talk about calories as like a measuring tool. Um, you know, like when I'm talking about alcohol, for instance, I'll oftentimes say that they are empty calories. And that's purely because there's a lot of calories in the drink, but there are zero nutritional benefits. So you're making your body work to process and filter out all these things in your body with nothing to gain from it. So as far as like using calorie as a measurement, you know, that is something that you might hear periodically come from me. But using calorie counting as a method, getting your app out, figuring out how many calories a day you need, this is just not a very effective way to get healthy. Like I said, you might lose some weight, but as far as your health goes, here's where it can go wrong. So calories are not created equal. They're just not. When you type in your calories in your little calorie counter, the calories from protein, the calories from cookies, the calories from spinach, it's all just a numbers game, right? It doesn't talk about how that food interacts with your body. Now, that being said, health food is lower calorie than than junk food, right? So a lot of times the idea with calorie counting is that you're eating more of things that are good for you because you can get more food in if you choose the healthy food. And that I can stand behind. However, that's usually not how it goes, right? Most people, when they're calorie counting, especially because it's easier to look at the back of a package and see how many calories are in something than it is to look on Google how many calories are in your cup of spinach or whatever it is, um, you know, oftentimes we're eating more processed food when we're calorie counting. And that's the first place that it can go wrong. Processed food is so bad for you. And the statistics on processed food are absolutely terrifying. For every 10% of your diet that is processed food, your risk of death goes up 14%. And the average American 
diet, people eat about 60% of their diet is processed food, which is absolutely terrifying to me. But where else calorie counting goes wrong is in that same sense, you know, the calories not being created equal, 100 calories of cookies does not interact with your body the same way that 100 calories of salad does. According to your cal- your calorie counter, 100 calories is just 100 calories. But what they're not accounting for is that 100 calories of cookies is actually causing so much damage to your body. The sugar and the cookies and the flour, all of that can cause stuff like inflammation, leaky gut. It can cause fatigue, just make you tired. You know, there's a rise and then a crash of your blood sugar. It can cause you to be moody and depressed. It can cause anxiety. Not only that, it's going to cause you to gain weight and increase your risk of things like cancer, type 2 diabetes, heart disease. It accelerates your cognitive decline. That alone is one of the biggest reasons why I do not want to eat sugar. Like, how terrifying is it? Like, it's making your brain not work. Not only that, if you are one of those people that really cares about your skin, it can cause acne and increases aging. So if you're trying to get rid of wrinkles, quit eating the sugar. The other things that, you know, are obvious are like cavities, um, you know, dental problems, gum disease, and then it can also cause fatty liver disease. These are all things that your calorie counter is not going to tell you. It's just going to say that your 100 calories of cookies is as long as you're below your all over number for the day, then yeah, you're going to lose the weight that you want to lose. However, if you eat 100 calories of salad versus 100 calories of cookies, it's also not telling you what that salad is doing for you. That salad is actually going to lower your risk of heart disease cancer, diabetes. It's also going to encourage weight loss. It's going to improve your digestion because you're upping your fiber. It can also improve your vision and your skin. Your blood sugar is going to be improved as well. It's going to help keep it more stable. It'll reduce bloating. Like we all want to fit in our pants, right? (laughs) And cookies do the opposite. They make us feel bloated and we feel like we're busting at the seams. Whereas Vegetables are going to do the opposite. You're also improving your immune system, especially right now. That is a huge deal. We all want to have a better immune system. Not only that, the vegetables are going to fight that inflammation that the cookie is causing. And you're getting all your vitamins and minerals and all those great things from your vegetables. So it's really not just a numbers game. Clearly, the benefits from 100 calories of salad totally outweigh the 100 calories from the cookies. And honestly, after telling you all that stuff about the cookies, like I want to stay as far away from those cookies as possible. <laughs> They're, they don't interact the same. But when you're using that calorie counter, it really doesn't matter. It's going to tell you that it's, that it is the same and it's just not. So the other reason that I don't like calorie counting is because it becomes not only a numbers game as far as the food being created equal, 
it becomes a numbers game in the sense that we start doing math in our head of what we should and shouldn't be doing. So here's what I mean by that. Let's say your goal for the day is like 1800 calories, right? And I don't know about you, but when I was going through this process before I started this whole health journey and I was just trying to lose some weight, I would kind of be in like a scarcity mindset. So I would be looking at my calories for the day and trying to plan out like, okay, how can I make sure that I have enough calories for all the things that I know I'm going to want to eat? And even while I was thinking about this, I was like worrying about how hungry I was going to be. So naturally, I would go through and pick things that were a little less calorie. You know, I would go to the store and buy bread that was 45 calories a slice. And I would buy cheese that was lower calorie. And and also the thing that's wrong with that is we're buying food that's made of just who even knows what chemicals to make it less calories, make it however it needs to be modified, those alternative foods. Don't get me wrong. Some alternative foods are actually, they're fine. Um, but a lot of them are just actually worse for you. So you really got to watch what you're doing. But I was in this mindset of, okay, how can I make sure that I get as much food as possible? So I'd go through and I'd plan it all out. And if you're doing it correctly, you should be planning out you know, your breakfast, lunch, and dinner with the lower calories, you know, ideally that would be whole foods. That would be vegetables. That would be lean proteins. That would be, you know, good, healthy, whole foods. And maybe, you know, maybe that's exactly what you do. Say your, your breakfast is some eggs, you know, with some veggies. Maybe you, you know, do a scramble, um, your lunch is like a chicken salad, and then your dinner is like grilled chicken with a baked sweet potato and a salad. And maybe even, you, you know, you have a snack of like some hummus and carrots. And really, that sounds like a pretty good day, right? Like, I mean, we're, we're busy, we're working, we're doing stuff. So having some balanced meals, like that doesn't sound too bad, having those as meals. You know, you're getting plenty of food, and the calories are going a lot farther because you're eating healthy. But here's what happens. Let's say somebody shows up to work and they bring donuts or we walk by the coffee stand at our work and they've got like pumpkin bread, you know, limited edition type thing, Starbucks, right? And all of a sudden we go, ooh, I really, I really want that. And our cravings start kicking off and they're like, you need that sugar. You need that, that pumpkin loaf. You need that donut. So now we start doing the math in our head and we're like, okay, I maxed out on my calories today. So how can I get that donut to still fit in my calories? So then you start doing the math and you're like, okay, well, if I, if I don't eat dinner tonight, then I can have the donut right now and I'll still be in my calories. When you say it out loud, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. Like you're going to skip an entire meal so you can have a donut. 
And these are things that I would find myself doing like, oh, well, if I cut all my portions at dinner in half and at lunch, or if I just skip a meal entirely, then I can fit in the bad thing. Well, after just reading all that stuff about the cookie, you know, the donut is the same thing, right? It's causing inflammation. It's causing your risk of diabetes and cancer and heart disease to go up. It's causing you to gain weight. It's causing you to have acne and moodiness and fatigue and, and all these things. Whereas your dinner would be doing the complete opposite. It's going to be fighting inflammation. It's going to be making you feel better and giving you energy and it's going to be supporting your immune system fighting the inflammation. So really as a nutrition coach, I would rather you eat the donut and dinner. Calorie wise, of course, it doesn't make sense. And obviously, you know, the sugar is bad and I would rather you not eat it anyways. But if you're gonna eat the donut, at least by having your breakfast and your lunch and your dinner all be healthy, you're supplying your body with the tools that it needs to fight the inflammation that you're putting in your body, to fight the type 2 diabetes and the cancer risk and all the things. Because now you have the donut, but you also have the vegetables that are at least sending the right signals to help fight that off. That might go way over your calories for the day, but like I said, it's not just about the numbers. It's about the information that your body is being given by your food. That's the important part. So honestly, when it comes to your health goals, And at least for me, I don't just want to lose weight, right? I don't want to just look good. I want to feel good too. I want, I want both, right? I want to, I mean, ironically, I want my cake and I want to eat it too, right? But let's say salad and, and eat it too versus cake. So if you haven't already... I highly suggest you ditch your calorie counter and just start prioritizing healthy whole foods. If you can do this majority of the day, even if you have a slip up every now and again, <clears throat> I would prefer you still eat all the calories you were supposed to, make them healthy, make them benefit your body. And if you have a donut every now and again, at least you know you've got the tools to back it up. Honestly, just prioritizing healthy whole foods is a great place to start. So now that we know what not to do, I want to give you just a couple tools really quick on actually what I do recommend you do. So if you're like, Crystal, well, if I can't count calories, like how am I supposed to know how much food to eat? <laughs> and honestly, the answer is pretty simple. And I think, I think I might even have a post on it on my Instagram. Um, and if I don't, I should, I'll, I'll put that out there. But basically 
you know, we do still want to make sure that we're getting the right amounts of all of our foods. And even if it's not calorie counting, um, you know, there is, there is a way to make sure your portion sizes are correct and that you're getting everything you need. And for me, this is more about making sure I'm getting enough versus making sure that I'm cutting anything out. Cause you'll actually be surprised at how much you actually need of certain things. So <clears throat> you're going to aim every day. I would say three to four meals per day for being like a snack. Um, you know, and, and if you don't have much of an appetite, three is fine. If you're super active and you feel like you need a little bit more fuel, a little bit more energy, I'd say go for four. But your portion sizes are this. It's super easy. You're going to do a palm-sized portion of protein with every meal. You're going to do two fist size of veggies with every meal. Now, I want you to make two fists right now and put them together. Like, that's with every single meal, you guys. That's a lot of vegetables. And then you're going to do, and this one is optional, um, but a cupped handful. So if you make a cup with your hand, that would be your carbs with every meal. Just one of those. And then a thumb size portion of fats. So that's like your avocado, your olive oil, uh, nuts and seeds, things like that. And if you're following those portions, you know, protein is essential. Fruits and veggies are essential. Fats are essential. Like I said, the carb part is more optional. Um, but if you look at the sizes of all of those, veggies is definitely priority. Next is protein. And then, like I was saying earlier, um, you know, fats are fats are one of those that are a little bit higher in calorie. So we don't really need a whole lot of those. If we're using calorie as a measurement, you know, fats typically are a little bit higher in those and it's a long-term source of energy. So we don't need it in big quantities. And honestly, guys, if you just follow that portion guide and make you know, even start by just making 90%, 80%, 90% you whole foods, you don't need a calorie counter. You don't need to make sure that you have 1800 calories a day. I can't even tell you the last time I counted my calories and I'm doing just fine. So that being said, if you have any other questions on the portion guide that I just gave you, or if you have any just other questions on things that I recommend or don't recommend, feel free to reach out to me always. You can get me on Instagram, Facebook, on my email for my website. I hope today was helpful for you guys. And thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you next time on A Healthy Soul. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you click the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Also, if you're interested in nutrition coaching, sign up for a free consultation at healthysoulnutrition.com. I'd love to hear about your goals and see if you're a good fit for my program. I hope you have a wonderful day and we will see you next time on Healthy Soul.